0: Alleluia 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 Our root of Jesse's stem Sign of God's All for All his people Come to save us without delay Alleluia Hallelujah The Lord be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. In the days of Herod, King of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly, but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once, when he was serving as priest in his, division, in his division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn the incense. Then, when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering... The angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and in the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers toward their children and the disobedience to the understanding of the righteous and to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zechariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things have taken place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary, but when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then, when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. The gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Jesus Most of us tell ourselves a fair number of relatively comfortable lies about the spiritual life. Things go good, it's because I was a good boy today, things go bad, it's because I stubbed my toe and said a naughty word, something like that. We like to pretend we don't, but at bottom, most of us are reflexively as superstitious as any pagan. Probably worse, because we wind up applying like actual divine content to it and making a mockery of what God's actually trying to do in us. Elizabeth's barrenness was not a disgrace of hers. She didn't commit some sort of sin that made her infertile. Rather, God used the occasion of her infertility and the miracle of the Baptist's birth to show his glory. This is the way it works with all of our infirmities, with every one of our illnesses, whether we ever get better from them or not. But because we're living in the world where good things happen to me when I'm good and bad things happen to me when I'm bad, we tend to misinterpret the signs. This is why Jesus is so keen to scold us when he talks about the weather. He says, you know how to pick the signs of the weather, and you know how to pick the signs of the crops, but you're so dumb, you can't get it for your own life. Just pause for a moment and consider what it might mean. That the worst thing that ever happened to you might be what saves you. If the worst thing that ever happened to you might in the end be what saves you. That's a hard truth. I wouldn't probably do that on Sunday because people are too green and just too many people don't come to church often enough. I think I can trust most of you. A couple might be mad at me later, but you'll at least get the point, right? God is doing something deep here. And as these days of Advent draw to a close as we sort of relish the words of this coming week. There is deep magic here. And the stories that we tell, they feel like the opening scenes from some sort of epic fairy tale or something. There's a reason for that. What is contained in these stories and the songs that Israel sang years before The songs that our own people came to reframe in order to show exactly who the child in the manger is. Well, there is deep magic here. The magic that set the stars in their courses. The reason the church maintains any degree of ritual, however much we might fight about what that really ought to look like, is is, is because of this. It's what's going on with Zechariah in the temple. We still have memories of this. You'd been at the funeral earlier, you'd have seen the incense stand kicked to the right side of the altar. I didn't make that up, right? God did. The old prayer the priest would say over the incense when he, he blesses it actually calls on St. Michael, right, who bears incense to the right of the throne of God. Again, we didn't make that up. Daniel did. Well, God did, but Daniel told us. But these things are, 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 are collected into our memory You know, we we gripe about rote prayer, rosary, or whatever, but like when this thing works right, and for many of you who are older and devout, it exactly has, when these things work right, this is the most familiar thing in the world. I say this not as a boast, but just to be honest, I'm able to pray 90% of what I pray up here in the same sort of way I learned to say my prayers before bed at night as a baby. And if it works, that's the only reason. (laughs) Because the prayers live inside me, like a child learning her bedtime prayers. That's the way this is supposed to be for all of us. So that when we offer ourselves to God in the most perfect way, we know how here we can receive him again in sacrament. But just as surely and just as mysteriously as he was conceived in the womb of the Virgin. And when Jesus comes into us in just the same way as he came into the Virgin, other people notice the Baptist slept in his mother's womb. He could recognize the eternal Son of God from before birth. When people see Jesus in us, it changes things. Sometimes it makes them more open or affable. Sometimes it makes them feel like they can rely on us or turn to us in need. Other times the response is quite different. Hostile, violent even. It's hard to look into the face of love when your heart's been warped by hate, even if that hate is mostly of yourself. Go gentle these days, listen deeply to what God means to say and watch those around you and see whether or not they're responding to you or the one who dwells deep within.